Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International and Compass Group International, and welcome to another episode of Compass Concierge. This series of podcasts is to help affluent clientele that's looking to purchase properties overseas that are over a million dollars and how to navigate uh, through the different countries and how to really look for the right destination for your future retirement home, whether you're looking to retire full-time or part-time, or whether these homes are going to be your second home, third home, or fifth home, that's what this podcast is about. And this podcast is really going to be more focused on Thailand because this is where I live. I live in Thailand. Uh, but a little quick background of myself is since 2000, 2002, uh, Compass Group International has solely been really searching this earth and working with developers in some of the top expat destinations in the world from Latin America to Europe to Asia in helping developers build the right community that's going to fit the needs for the demographics of persons like yourself, the future retirees. So welcome to 2021. Today's podcast, uh, I, I'm also going to keep these podcasts a little bit on a shorter side. It seems that uh, for this demographic, for your listeners, you tend to like them to be a little shorter than my Retire in Thailand podcast. And please feel free to tune into Retire in Thailand because there I talk about everything. And the podcast series goes very in-depth with my lifestyle, my wife's lifestyle here and we talk about navigating through the country, the goods, the bads, the pros and cons, and the new trends that's happening here in Thailand, and also to the expat lifestyle. So today's podcast, I'm going to talk about dollar amounts, and I'm going to do that for the next series of podcasts. I did it last year, and I'll redo it this year as a refresher because some things have changed. So this podcast is for the individuals that have a million dollars to spend. Uh, what can you buy here in Thailand? what are some of the best locations, and what I recommend. And then the next podcast, I will do 2 million, then 3 million, and then 4 and 5 million. So the very first thing is, if you hear some music in the background, that is just ambient music. And I like playing ambient music because it just relaxes me. (laughs) So you're probably looking at... Retiring elsewhere. The majority of the listeners for this podcast are coming from the United States. Uh, Actually, it's probably a large percentage of you coming from the United States. And the next are UK, Australia, and New Zealand. So if you live in the United States, retirement has become kind of a word out there that you're kind of like pondering. You're like, you know what? I don't think I'm ready to retire because I'm not ready to be bored. And that's what a lot of people see as retirement, as just another way to be bored. So that's why you continue to work. That's why you see so many entrepreneurs, so many business owners that have created very successful businesses that are worth millions and millions of dollars, even billions of dollars, they refuse to retire because they don't want to be bored. Well, rest assured, that's why I'm here in Thailand. You will not find these kind of problems here in Thailand. So before I get into the dollar amount, I just like to give this refresher to everybody. Is with my experience, the one thing that you're going to realize 
is that I am not like any other broker. I am not like any other consultant. Because I walk the walk and I talk the talk. For over 18, actually it's 19 years now, going on 20 years. This is all I do. I lived in Newport Beach, California, and I was basically in search of a place that I can replicate my life in Newport Beach, but at a fraction of the price. My, my business was making millions at a time. I was doing very well, I was financially well off, but I wanted to get away from the materialism and the culture of a place like Newport Beach. But I wanted the nice weather. I wanted to be close to the beach. But I wanted more because Newport Beach is still a small beach city. If I really wanted to do anything cool, I had to go to Irvine or go up to LA or even go to Huntington. So I went to Costa Rica and I didn't find it there. And then nine years ago, I came here to Thailand and I found it here. Because the one thing you don't realize as a person that's looking into retirement or looking for a second home overseas is the boredom factor. And I'll quickly go through this very fast. When you go to a destination for retirement, for, for vacation, let's say you're going to the Bahamas, you're going to the Caribbean, you go to Mexico, and you're only spending a week or two weeks there. You're like, oh man, this place is freaking awesome. I love it here. I want to move here. Honey, let's move here. Let's buy a home here. This place is, I love this place. I could just sit here and do nothing all day and look at that view. But you know what? With my experience and having thousands of clients, not just personally, but also through House Hunters International, consulting with clients, your experience as a vacationer at that destination is not the same if you were to live there full time. A vacation spot is a vacation spot. When you're looking for a true second home or retirement spot, it has to provide you with more. More restaurants. More entertainment. More people. More social interaction. More accessibility. More convenience. Not being somewhere remote where you're in a little beach city and there's nobody there. You're going to get bored out of your freaking mind. And then when you try to sell your home, it's going to be very, very tough because those type of homes are very hard to sell. They tend to stay in the market. So here we are in Thailand, and I feel that 99% of you that are looking at a second home outside of the United States, outside of your Western country, Thailand will fit your needs. But not everywhere in Thailand is great. The best places to live in Thailand is Bangkok. It gives you the nice feel of a big city like New York but safer, better, and a fraction of the price. And then for beach cities, I recommend places that you can hop in a car and be there within an hour to two hours, not jumping on an airplane. And those cities are Jom Tien Beach, which is about an hour and a half away, or an hour, an hour and a half away, or Hua Hin Beach, which is two to two and a half hours away. So let's get to, let's get to, the dirty, let's get down to the dollar amount. This podcast is for a million dollars. If you had a million dollars today, 2021, and that is your budget, what can you buy, where should you buy, and why should you buy? So number one, most likely, if you're this price point, 
you probably live in a pretty big home right now. Uh, I think, actually, I th- uh, the larger percentage of the people listening to this podcast are coming from California. So you probably live in a house now. And you could be living somewhere in Orange County, in San Diego, in the Bay Area, or in L.A., but you probably live in a house now. And your house is probably worth a million to two to even five million dollars. So you're looking at a million dollars. But the great thing about Thailand is you don't just, you don't need to just buy one home or that million dollars can buy you multiple homes and multiple large homes. So for an example, a million dollars in Costa Rica, you can buy a really, really nice condo, like a three bedroom, four bedroom condo, or you could buy a decent sized house. But you're never on the beach because you can't own homes on the beach in Costa Rica. But here in Thailand, for a million dollars, for half a million dollars, well, first of all, you can buy two homes, and that's what I recommend. I always recommend in having a hub here in Bangkok. Why? Because it's like living in New York, living in LA, living in San Francisco, living in any major city where it just thrives and so many cool things to do. Bangkok is a great freaking city, man. There's so many things to do. And it's a great place to be. So you want to have a home here. And for a million dollars, you could buy two homes. So I will actually split in half. Half a million dollars will go here to Bangkok. And you have a choice. If you want a single family home, a half a million dollars would buy you a brand new semi-modern or maybe Mediterranean style home, two stories, or they don't have a lot of one story homes here, but we can certainly find them or have one built for you. But majority of them are two story homes. And, and, and they do have elevators too, some of these developers or some of these developments. And for half a million dollars, that will buy you a home that's three to four bedrooms. Uh, like I said, it's brand new, gated community, uh, around, let's say, 2,500 to maybe 3,500 square feet. Or if you don't want to do that, because in the single family homes, you're not going to be in areas where you can really walk to. So you still need to have a car or take a car service like Lyft or Grab or, or take a taxi. But you're still close enough to major shopping, anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes away. It's not that far. Or the other option is, if you don't mind condo living, which is what we do, is for half a million dollars, that can buy you a two-bedroom, two-bath condo, or even no two-bedroom, two-bath condo in one of the top buildings. And this building is either brand new or within five years old, so still very, very new. And you are conveniently located to everything. That means in one square mile, you have access to thousands of things to do from dining from mom-and-pop restaurants to world-class dining, to mega malls, to uh, foot massage, to deep tissue massage, to places that give you facials like day spas, uh, to bars, nightclubs, uh, grocery shopping, whatever it may be. And also conveniently located to the BTS, the SkyTrain, and obviously right in front of your building. 
uh, you have access to taxis and car services. But that's what a half a million dollars buys you. Two bedroom, two bath, in a fantastic building, in a great location. And these buildings have all the amenities. Uh, World-class facilities, pool, steam room, sauna, great gyms. Some of these gyms are fitted uh, with techno gym equipment, Cybex, uh, so state-of-the-art. Not the crap that you see like in most condos. These are uh, really, really nicely done. And these condos uh, range anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 square feet. But the great thing about Thai condos is the way they're designed. Unlike American condos or condos you see in Western countries where there's a lot of wasted space, like a 1,000 square feet condo feels like a 1,500 square feet condo. I mean, our two-bedroom condo is a little over 500 square feet, but it feels like it's like closer to 1,000 square feet. They're just so well-designed. And the nice thing is you're within walking distance and everything. So that's what I'd recommend. Half a million, buy something in Bangkok. Either a condo in a great location off of Sukhumvit or on Sukhumvit Road. We can walk to everything. Or a single-family home that's big and spacious, kind of something you're, you're, you're living in now. And you're in a great location. You're still close enough within driving distance or just a taxi ride away uh, to world-class shopping and dining. Then the other half a million, I would recommend, again, either a home or a condo at one of the beach cities. So again, either Jom Tian Beach or Hua Hin Beach. So you're going to ask me, and I'm going to tell you, what's the difference between these beach, two beach cities? Why would one want to live in the other as opposed to the, as opposed to the other? <laughs> that, didn't sound, that didn't sound right, did it? The reason why a person would want to live in Hua Hin as opposed to Jiom Tian is if they're looking for something that's a little bit more relaxed. So Hua Hin Beach is smaller because Jiom Tian neighbors Patia, so it's Jiom Tian Patia. And that is a super mega beach city. And it's also closer to Bangkok. So the person or the family that wants to live in Hua Hin, number one, you're a huge golfer. Because Hua Hin is the golf capital of Thailand. And we also have a golf club called the Black Mountain Golf Club, which year after year has been named as, one of the, as the number one golf club in Asia. Beautiful course. But we have tons of golf courses in Hua Hin. And we have a condo there too. And we also live there part-time. But it's more chill. It's more relaxed. And if you are looking for something that's more relaxed in a smaller, quainter city. But it's not small like there's nothing to do. There's still two big malls. There's huge resorts. There's tons of shopping, tons of dining. There's night markets. There's like three or four different, no, there's like four different night markets. Lots of stuff to do. But you want something a little bit more chilled? You have Hua Hin. And that's a two to two and a half hour drive from Bangkok. <clears throat> then, the other side... So why would you want to live in Jiom Tian as opposed to Hua Hin? Jiom Tian is different. It's smaller than Patia. So Patia, I would always give a comparison of Patia to be something like a, uh, like a Venice Beach. 
or it's like the Las, like, imagine like Las Vegas on the beach. That's where a lot of the action, a lot of shopping, entertainment, nightlife, but it's just right there. I mean, our condo, we're only a 10, 15 minute drive to Pattaya to all this. But we don't want to live in Pattaya. We don't want to live in a craziness. So that's why we live in Hawaii. That's why we live in Jum Tin. Jum Tin is a little bit more affluent. The beaches are nicer. And one of the great things about Jum Tin that I love is that we have a little bit of erosion in our beaches in Pattaya Jum Tin. So the local government and local municipality is actually rejuvenating and replenishing brand new sand on our beaches of Jiang Tian, and they've already started the work. It should be ready in about, I think, in about a year from now. They've already started trucking in new sand. So it's almost like having a brand new beach. Really excited about that. And Jiang Tian, for half a million, you can either buy a two to three bedroom condo. And here's the ironic thing, too, if you haven't listened to my other podcast. Unlike most countries, especially the United States, where beach cities, real estate tends to be more expensive than inland properties, it's the opposite here. Bangkok has the most expensive property in Thailand. Beach cities are usually about 10 to even 30% cheaper than Bangkok. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's freaking nuts. So here in Jiang Tian, you could buy for half a million either a home, a house that's within walking distance of the beach. And uh, these are you know, two-story homes, three to four bedrooms. Uh, and again, uh, maybe two to 3,000 square feet. Uh, maybe it could be anywhere from five to 10 years old, but you're within walking distance of the beach. Half a million dollars. That same, that same home, let's say Newport Beach, that's within walking distance of the beach, same size, that will probably be like two, about $2 million. In Huntington Beach, actually it'd be more Newport Beach. Huntington Beach would be about, about $2 million. Uh, yeah, and Newport Beach would probably be a little bit more. But if you want oceanfront view, you're looking at a condo. And you can have a condo, full frontal, panoramic ocean view, two to three bedroom condo in a great building for half a million dollars or less. And Hua Hin, <clears throat> so and again, before I get to Hua Hin, the great thing about Jum Tan is we can get there, we can get to our condo. When we leave late at night, we can get there in an hour from Bangkok. With traffic, about an hour and a half. But we usually leave either early, early in the morning, but most of the time we leave really late at night. We'll leave like at 10. We'll get to our condo by, by 11. And uh, so we can start the, start the day fresh. And there's like no one on a road. So we could be there within an hour. And a great thing, like I said about Jump 10, if you're the person that needs a lot of activity and a lot of things to do, a lot of access to stuff, Patia is only 10 to 15 minutes away. And that is a huge beach city, and that has everything that you need. They just they did, they completed the Terminal Twenty One Mega Mall about two years ago, and there's other malls like Central Malls, world class dining. There's all sorts of mega flagships, uh, five star resorts there, world class dining. Like I said, bars, restaurants, everything. It's in on Patia. Jiangtan is more of a little beach community. But it's not that small. 
I mean, compared to some places like Latin America, oh God, uh, you know, places, beach cities in Latin America would be like eight to 10,000 people. I mean, Jiangtian is like 10 times that. And that's considered a small beach city. So in Huahin, what can you buy for half a million dollars? Huahin is a little bit more expensive because it's a little bit more affluent. And uh, on it usually takes us a good solid two to almost two and a half hours of drive there. It's a little bit further, but it's also a nicer drive too. So Huahin for half a million, you can buy a home, a house that's, I would say it would probably still be about a few miles from the beach. So you still have to take a car, take a shuttle bus. Uh, but you'll still be somewhat close to the beach. And half a million would buy you, uh, and again, three to four bedroom house with a pool, two stories, home will probably be within five, maybe 10 years old, but mostly within five years old. And the same exact home, obviously, would be four times that in Orange County or anywhere else in the United States or even Australia. But if you want oceanfront, half a million buys you a two to three bedroom condo, oceanfront, on the beach. That's one of the great things about Wahin. You can buy property that's on the beach. Jiangtian, there's no properties on the beach. Same with Patia. What it is is we have this what's called Beach Road. So Beach Road is what separates the beach. So you have the beach, the water, then you have Beach Road, and then you have homes and commercial property. So you're basically it's like Huntington Beach if you're familiar with Huntington Beach. There's really no homes on the beach in Huntington. All the homes are behind Pacific Pacific Coast Highway, PCH. Same exact thing. But Huahin, you can be on the beach. Half a million, two to three bedroom condos, oceanfront view on the beach. Yeah, nice condos too. And also one of the nice things about Huahin is, is that if you are also looking for something that's a little bit more remote and you want a home on the beach, get this. When you drive into Huahin, you pass by, right before Huahin, you get to what's called Cha'am, C-H-A-A-M, Cha'am Beach. <clears throat> Cha'am Beach also has some mega flagship resorts, but it's a little bit more quaint than Huahin. So from Huahin Beach, I mean from Cha'am Beach to the city center of Huahin, and the city center is what we would call the uh, Market Village Mall, or like the Intercontinental Hotel. That's like the city center. And that will take roughly about 20 minutes to drive there, maybe even 30, but it's about 20 minutes. But Cha'am, the prices are even cheaper. Half a million, I have seen homes on the beach. They're not like little beach bungalows. They're like two to three bedroom homes with a little tiny pool on the beach for half a million dollars. So that is also a possibility. So the great thing is, is a million dollars goes a long way here. It goes a really long way here. So if you're an individual, let's say that you're looking for a third home or fourth home. You live in the States, you live in California, you already have some place in Latin America, maybe in Costa Rica or in Mexico or Dominican Republic, and you want to change the flavor a little bit. You like Asia and you want to try it out. You want to own a home here. Well, the great thing is here in Asia, for a million dollars, 
you could buy one, one super mega property, or you could split it up and buy two great properties here in Thailand. And if you're asking why I don't recommend anywhere else, I don't recommend any of the islands. I don't recommend Phuket, don't recommend Koh Samui, PP, Koh Tao, Penang, or even Chiang Mai. The reason I don't recommend those places is right now the pandemic has made those beach islands literal ghost towns. Everything's shutting down. Everything has shut down. And we don't know when they're going to reopen. So what's the point of buying a home there, like in Phuket, when nothing is open? And even when this pandemic is over and everyone's vaccinated and travel restrictions are lifted, we don't even know if those people are going to reopen those restaurants and bars and shopping. Because Phuket, Samui, and all these other islands rely literally 100% on international tourists. We don't have international tourists because of our travel restrictions. Really, the only people that come into Thailand are the residents, people like me that live here. They're willing to do the two-week quarantine, but they live here. But international tourists, no international tourist is going to go through a two-week quarantine just to come here on vacation. So we have no international tourists. So these places are ghost towns. And you know what's happening to those properties? Marked down, marked down, marked down, and are still not selling, and they won't sell. So if you've been to Samui or Phuket a long time ago, and you're like, that place freaking rocks. I love to go to Phuket. And I also train at AKA, uh, you know, Muay Thai or Tiger Muay Thai. That's great. Well, to my knowledge, I don't even know those Muay Thai gyms are going to reopen because they also rely on international students and none are here. Many, many Muay Thai instructors are out of jobs. Where the beach cities I just named, Jiom Tian, even Pattaya and Hua Hin, don't solely rely on international tourists because a lot of domestic tourists from Bangkok go to these cities to vacation. And yes, you're probably asking, well, well, why don't Thais vacation in Samui or Phuket? Because they don't want to. Because the way they, uh, local Thais look at Samui and Phuket, they see it like Pattaya. Pattaya is considered to be the party central. Local Thais don't like that. They want something that's a little nicer, like Jiom Tian or Hua Hin. A little bit more what we call high so, high society, more affluent, more classy. Where a better example is, is that the culture of Samui, Phuket, even Pattaya is like Mexico. It's like going to a resort city in Mexico, going to Cancun, going to Mazatlan, going to Rocky Point, uh, going to Rosarito Beach, where everyone's trying to rip you off. You have vendors trying to sell you stuff, trying to scam you, doing jet ski scams, this scams. You have rude people that work there because they're just, they're just so sick and tired of rude international tourists, so it changes their state of mind. Local ties don't want to go to cities like that. That's why they're ghost towns. And the thing is, you'll never hear that from anyone else. 
That's why you listen to my podcast. And that's why I recommend you to keep tuning in our podcast because I'm giving it to you straight. Yeah, if you come to me and say, Will, I want to buy a $3 million uh, beachfront home or, or some estate in Phuket, I will say, okay, well, as much as, yeah, I will go find that for you, but I'll rather not buy that for you because of these reasons. We're very straightforward. We want you are hiring us as your consultant. We are more than just a broker because what you're buying is a future of happiness. We don't want you to buy something that 12 months later you regret it. We've seen it way too many times. I've been in this business close to 20 years. Like I said, this year is 19 years for me. I've seen way too many expats go to a wrong broker. They buy. The broker just wants to make a commission. They just use the dollar sign. They will not turn down any business. And that's what most agents will do. They'll never turn down a business. Like, oh my God, they're hungry. We're not hungry like that. We can turn down business. And we have. Time and time again. Just not too long. Last year. Had a client that was looking for maybe a four to five million dollar uh, property in the Bahamas or Caribbean. I turned that down. I said, I don't recommend it. You're not going to be happy there. I, I, I'm, I'm more than happy to turn it down because I know they're going to be unhappy there. I see so many times in Latin America when expats have bought in these remote beach cities in six months or 12 months. They are so freaking bored with where they live, they move back to the United States. And then when they try to sell the property, they can't. It sits there for years and years. They can't sell it. And the other thing too, the reason why I don't recommend Phuket, remember the big giant tsunami that literally killed over 200,000 people in the Ottoman Sea? Well, that's also one of the reasons why I recommend Hua Hin, Patia, Jiomtian, that area, is because we are in a bay. When a tsunami came, I think it's been 20 years since that devastation happened, it did not affect that bay. The tsunami went through the Ottoman Sea, and it literally devastated Phuket and went all the way up to Sri Lanka and India and so forth. So... Who's to say in the future another tsunami night might, might hit again? It's a possibility, folks. It can happen. And that's another thing you have to remember. That's what I told you know, these individuals, this couple, about buying the Caribbean Bahamas. You have to take climate change and a change of weather systems and how it's getting more and more severe every single year into effect. You are buying an expensive property. Buying a million-dollar home or homes is a huge investment. Do you plan to leave this to your children? Yes, we do. Well, if you're buying these areas, you may not have a home to leave to your children because it could be wiped out 10 years from now. When you look at Bahamas, Caribbean, especially in places like Dominican Republic, the, the weather, the systems that comes in gets worse and worse. The hurricanes are wiping stuff out. You don't want to live anything like that. And I also told this couple too, I said, imagine being severe, if you were in, if you were severely injured, there are no world-class hospitals in that island. That means you have to be flown in. 
We're in Thailand. We have world-class hospitals in these beach cities because these beach cities are huge. They're not like the podunk little Latin beach cities that you see in Latin America. These are huge beach cities with big first-class hospitals. That should be important to you. And it should be taken into consideration. So I hope this is a logical argument because you can't you have to take out your emotions and you've probably done it professionally. You have to take out your emotions when you're looking at places to live in real estate. You have to make sure that number one is that that is going to maintain your happiness for decades and decades. You're always going to be supplied with things to do with you and your family. That you're going to be happy. You have accessibility to everything. You have the convenience to everything. You don't have to, you don't have to go there and say, oh, when we go to our home in the Bahamas, oh man, when, I, when I'm there for a month, I can't wait to get back and have a burger. I can't wait to come back and have this and that because they don't have that there. You're never ever going to utter those words living in Thailand in any of the beach cities or in Bangkok. Because we have everything here. Every world cuisine that you want is here. Every luxury item and shopping you want is here. Everything is here. You're not going to have that in these other places. That's why I live here. So it's very, very important that you're thinking about these things. And also your money is going to go much further. It's going to go. I don't care how rich you are. It doesn't matter. Because a savvy person understands it doesn't matter what you're worth. You should always be cognizant of your financial future. Because the money is not going to keep pouring in like it does. The faucet eventually will stop. It can stop because of a pandemic like this. Where it has shown that there have been world class organizations that are literally in a verge of bankruptcy. Like major airline companies and retail shops and movie theaters and production companies and studios in Hollywood. People never thought that stuff like this can happen, but it can happen. So with Thailand, what's great about Thailand because you have world-class access to everything and convenience is here, is that when worse comes to worse, it's still very affordable living. You know, I tell people is that if you think that, you know, you're, if you're in that 1% and you live in a city, whether it's the United States or Australia or in England, and you think you have a great lifestyle, like you have that lifestyle of 1%, take that money here, multiply that by 10 because your lifestyle is even better. A person with a million dollars... So let's say aside from buying a million dollar properties, you're bringing in just another million dollars for retirement. That million dollars is equivalent to three to four million dollars. If you're bringing in five million dollars, that equivalent is 10 to 15 million. If you're bringing in 30 million, it's literally like you live like a billionaire. In Thai standards, you are a billionaire if you bring in 30 million. But in the States, Million dollars in, in the Bay Area? Pfft, that's freaking middle class. L.A., that's not a lot of money. Orange County, that's not a lot of money. 
Not even a lot of money in, in Scottsdale or Las Vegas. A million dollars isn't jack anymore. But here, it means something. A million dollars in Costa Rica, that will not last your lifetime. Thailand, it will. And also, if you're bringing in a lot of money, the accessibility that you have to the finer things in life, there's more finer things in life here than where you live. Yes, if you want to buy the Lamborghini, the Rolls Royce, Patek Philippe watch, Chanel purses, whatever it may be, it's all here. The world-class shopping is here. But what I mean by accessibility is being able to access within a very short distance, a very short flight to literally 11 different countries for you to explore. That's fun and that's exciting. You don't really have that in any else place in the world. You know, one thing about, one thing about living in Latin America when I lived in Costa Rica, when I went to Nicaragua, it was the same. Guatemala, same. Belize, same. Dominican Republic, same. Panama, same. Colombia, same. What do I mean by the same? Cultures are very similar. Everyone speaks the same language. They're still speaking Spanish. Slight differences in cuisine. Slight little differences in mannerisms and traditionals. Basically the same. It's all the same. But in Asia, it's different. When we're going to Singapore, Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippines, Cambodia, uh, Vietnam, Laos. Even though Laos and Thai is interchangeable, still very different. Taiwan, India, Sri Lanka. What are some other countries I've missed? But there are 11 countries that I am close to within a three and a half hour flight. Majority of the places I just listed off is more like an hour or 45 minutes to an hour and a half to two hour flight. That's what's exciting. That's what having a second home is about or a third home or retirement. It's not just about sitting at home doing nothing. You could do that anywhere. You could do that where you live now. And that's why you're so freaking bored. That's why most retirees are bored. They go, buy, they go buy something in Latin America and they got nothing to do. We're here. You can hop in a, you can hop in a plane. Uh, be in a, go visit uh, Singapore. Hop in a plane. Go to Angkor Wat to Cambodia for a weekend. Hop in a plane. Go to Vietnam. North and south. The coastline's amazing. There are so many things. Three and a half hours away, go to Taiwan. So many. Oh, and China. China is only an hour and a half away. Think about an hour and a half. And just a little bit further, just down south, we have Australia, New Zealand, Tasmania. Not too far up north, we have Japan, Korea. So there are so many places to go to. And that's why having a life here based in Thailand surpasses any else, any other place I've ever been to, especially in Latin America, blows away anything in the States. I visited 
Europe. I've thought about it. And man, do I love southern France. And I love Spain. I really, really do. But when I look at the accessibility and the cost, because I'm still using the, the, the euro, it's not cheap. I mean, I'm looking at what can I buy for half a million dollars in Bordeaux? It doesn't buy me much. Or even in Spain, like in Costa del Sol or Alicante. It doesn't buy much. And everything is still expensive. Yeah, I want to go in for an espresso, and they're using the espresso shots. But that little capsule cost me like $0.25 cents or $0.30. Cents. They're still charging me 2 to $3, $2.53. We're in Thailand. I got to sit down at a coffee shop. They're going to bring me water. My wife and I can connect to the Wi-Fi, take our time. She's going to order, uh, most of the time she'll order an iced chocolate milk. That costs about a dollar, dollar and a half. And then I will order a double shot espresso. That costs me about a dollar. And we get to sit and relax. I'm not serving my espresso in a little foam cup or paper cup and get rushed out the door. That's what I love it here. Service is exceptional. Don't you hate it? When you go anywhere, it could be even in your own backyard, and service is horrible. They don't care about you. Servers are rude. They're angry because they're not getting paid a, a living wage and nobody's tipping anymore because of this pandemic. Nobody has any money, so they're pissed off at you. They're pissed off at the world, and they're reflecting it on you in bad service. Here in Thailand, never get bad service. Never. You know why? Because you don't tip here. I don't like a tipping society. I want good service. And I want the restaurants or wherever I'm going to pay the servers a living wage so they can provide me the service. I don't need to feel that I need to tip them to have better service when that's what their job is. Their job is to provide me good service. Why do I need to tip them to have good service? They should just come with it. In Thailand, you don't tip. You don't have to tip. And you're always going to get great service. People are nice. People have great manners. Not like going to China. People are rude in freaking China. People are rude in Hong Kong. Not here. People are friendly and nice. And the service is good. So I'm just scratching the surface. So I hope that this podcast was helpful. Hopefully I gave you an idea what a million dollars can do. If you want to just spend a million dollars on one property, you can do that too. You could buy even something even better. Better larger, better location, better building, larger home, more amenities and so forth. But we're here to help you. Our minimum is a million. Uh, we're here to help you. We've been living here. I've been living here for close to a decade. My team is bilingual, trilingual. Uh, so we have access to all sorts of different properties from the top developers here in Thailand. And obviously we could buy your properties anywhere, but we really want focus on Bangkok and the two beach cities I just named off. So stay tuned for our next podcast. We're going to talk about what can $2 million do for you and then what can three, four, and $5 million can do for you. So thank you so much for joining me. We look forward to serving you. We look forward to helping you make a great transition to Thailand. Thank you again.